Welcome to TLC, Tudor's Living Chronicles podcast, where we record Tudor Ward members' living histories. I'm your host, Heidi Clay, and I'm here with Elder Dan Clark today. Thank you for being our guest today, and let's start with a couple of short favorites. Sounds good. What is your favorite color? My favorite color would be a dark blue. Dark blue, nice. Favorite surprise? Favorite surprise? Um, if someone surprises me with ice cream. Any particular flavor? Probably chocolate brownie. That's a good flavor. That would be it. What is your favorite music genre? My favorite music genre um, would be acoustic and folk. Nice. A particular uh, instrument? Um, Either just the acoustic guitar or maybe the harmonica in there. Oh, nice. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Your favorite sport? Uh, Wrestling. High school wrestling or uh, the rock wrestling? High school. High school wrestling. Okay. Did you ever do wrestling? Yeah, I wrestled in high school. Okay. So that's... All right. Um, Your favorite food? Um, Macaroni and cheese. Baked or not? Baked. Baked. Yes. Homemade for sure. Of course. And your favorite treat? Ice cream. Yep. That would be it. Back to the chocolate brownie ice cream. Of course. <laughs> okay. That's a, that's a great treat to have. Tell us where you grew up and how you grew up. I am from Alpine, Utah. I lived there all of my life. I am the youngest. I have five siblings, two older brothers and three older sisters. And I grew up very, very blessed. Um, I was taught wonderful morals and values by my parents. And I had the privilege of learning from and being blessed with any opportunity that I sought after. And I learned a lot from my siblings as well. Oh, nice. Do you have good relationships with your siblings? I do. I do as the youngest. Um, It's kind of an interesting role to just watch them build their own families, but I'm grateful to learn from them and that they still include me as a part of their lives. Oh, that's good. So is there a, a big age gap between probably you and the eldest? It's about 10 years. So. so did you ever get treated uh, like you were the spoiled baby because you're the youngest? That's what everyone tells me, and I, <laughs> but I don't, you don't think feel I, it. <laughs> I can't deny them, but I think my parents did a good job at keeping things balanced. Nice. Now, you said that Christmas is your favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. Tell us why. Um, I think it includes all that is good in this world that of our savior and family and i enjoy the feeling and food and music so it just encompasses everything it's just 
yes, right? What is your favorite Christmas tradition that your family has? Um, one of my favorites is recently we always um, view the Christmas Carol, a play at a local theater, um, and I enjoy just going out for the night with my family, going to dinner, and then seeing that play. There's a lot to learn from it. So That's actually my favorite book as well, mm-hmm. the Christmas Carol. What's your, speaking of Christmas carols, do you have a favorite Christmas carol that you like to play or uh, listen to? Um, o Come, O Come, Emmanuel. If that is considered a Christmas carol, that would be it. It is? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Now, I can't remember. Did I ask you whether you play any of those instruments, the acoustic? I don't. I don't play the guitar. I play a little bit of the piano and a little bit of cello. But Okay. And you're like, little bit, so don't ask me to, to <laughs> do it in sacrament, right? No, back when I get back home, I'll I'll get back into it. Do you want to learn how to play the acoustic guitar? And yes, that is one of my goals. Yeah. Yep, I played a little bit of the harmonica, but definitely the guitar. Nice, nice. We'll check back in with you to make sure that sounds good. You've, you've learned that. So, what made you just decide to come on a mission? Um, It was always an expectation for me in my life. Um, And as time led on, I just increased in my understanding of the gospel and understanding of how it's blessed my life and the need for it in the world. And I thought it necessary to um, give back and some small way of the blessings that I've received from the gospel so that someone else could enjoy them in their life. Oh, that's wonderful. How long have you been out on your mission? About 20 months. 20 months. Okay. And when you opened your call and it said Alaska, how did you feel? I was a little surprised, a little shocked. I didn't anticipate um, the place. I kind of forgot about it. Um, And just being in the state of mind that I was, I probably wasn't too receptive to the idea. (laughs) But as as time has gone on, I've I realized that this is this is where my heavenly Father has needed me. So it's been good. Nice. Was there some place that prior to opening your call, you thought, oh, I'd really love to go here, or please don't send me here. Um. There wasn't any specific place I didn't want to go. Probably just stateside. Um, that you didn't want to go? Yeah. <laughs> I did look forward. I thought I'd be going to Germany. Do you um, know German? Took it in high school, maybe? I don't. But that is just what I was been told by family. And it's just what I, I guessed, I guess. And the Lord was like, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Have you seen Aurora Borealis up here? Yes, a few times. How did you feel when you saw it? Um, I thought it was 
quite amazing just to see the um, grandeur of God's creations. And yeah, it was beautiful. What's your favorite thing about Alaska? Um, I appreciate the um, aspect that Alaska is kind of separated from the world. And because of that, people, I feel, are a lot more genuine and real and um, closer in connection with the earth and the world around them. I would agree with that as well. What was your best or worst vacation? Hmm, that's a good question. Or do you have both? <laughs> I don't have any too terrible vacations. Um, one of my best was going up to a cabin in Montana with my family. I used to grow up doing that annually. And the most recent trip, heading up with my family, now a little bit older, um, it was cool to reminisce on the old memories as well as enjoy and make new with the additional members of our family and the new dynamics. Nice. Did you do it in the summer, spring, fall, winter? Uh, the summer. In the summer? Yep, okay. just near a lake. Oh, nice. Nice. How many nieces and nephews do you have? I have four. I have uh, one nephew and three nieces, uh, two of which I have not met yet. Oh, my. Yeah. That's wonderful that you'll be able to meet them when you return from your mission. Mm -hmm. Have you been able to um, exchange pictures? Yeah. So they, they know who their uncle is. Yes, I think so. Sometimes I hop on the video call and I don't think they recognize me, but <laughs> they'll get used to it. <laughs> nice. Um, what was a circumstance or what has been a circumstance where you felt the Holy Ghost very strongly? Um, one in particular... Um, when I was studying the scriptures on my own in it's probably my junior year right during COVID and of course I've had many faith building experiences up to that point but it was a wonderful time where the Spirit was able to teach me through the scriptures, and I felt that I uh, personally came to know the Savior at a level that I had never before felt. Nice. Those are always some of the best experiences with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Sure. You told us that you wrestled in school. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Wrestling is... It was an interesting aspect of my life. Um, the sport itself is wonderful. Uh, for me, I did not enjoy it ever. It was always a difficult thing. But I know that I have grown in ways that it, I could not have previously grown. 
um, simply because wrestling is a difficult sport and because it wasn't enjoyable, it pushed me and I appreciate that. And so now I have a greater respect and love for the sport because of my experience. Okay, I was gonna say, you said that was your favorite sport and it wasn't fun. Yes. So what made it difficult, not fun? Um, there's no uh, glory aspect to wrestling. Um, every practice is just a grind and it's during the winter and you put hours and hours into the sport and at the end of the day, it's up to your own level of skill and your opponents and you can't rely on a teammate for their skill, it's just you and them. And it, in my experience, produces um, the most exhaustion that I have ever felt. That it's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. So that would be why it's, it was hard for me and I didn't enjoy it. But also the grind causes things to be loved. Okay, that's, that's a very interesting way to go about it. So we can have hard things, but love them as well. Yes. Which is a good thing. What did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I have never really been drawn to the primary answers as a child. Uh, for some reason, I've always felt connected with the aspect of or the the world of psychology um, I think a lot very philosophical and I've enjoyed um, tying in the gospel truths with how I think and I am grateful for the gospel because it's taught me the truths of life and I think I want work to be something that is enjoyed and something that is beneficial not only to me but to other people and I think that field of work could do that for me. I think you're right actually and it gives a, a fresh perspective for sure yeah. on, on thought processes. What has the role of missionary service played in your life? How, how has that played in your life? It's been a huge role. I think every person has a foundation of who they are, and I think my mission for me has given an opportunity to rebuild my foundation, to kind of go through what I've created of myself so far and then take out some rebar and put some new concrete in with um, the gospel. And I know that because I've lived a devoted life on a mission to my Savior, uh, it's helped me rebuild that foundation. That's wonderful. And of course, the Savior is 
is the foundation that we need to yes. to be on. So that's that's fantastic. Um, what is a skill that you're pleased that you have? Um, a natural skill, I would say, is just the soft-spoken demeanor and listening ear that I have. I like to observe rather than um, speak, I guess. Right? You're like Mormon, a sober child who observes quite hmm. a lot. That's a, a good person. He's a good person to to emulate definitely what makes you laugh um I don't know really I think it's probably just a conglomeration of relationships and experiences that if the time is right although I do not have a very good sense of humor myself so I need someone in my life with one (laughs) Okay, why do you say you don't have a good sense of humor? Just because you're so quiet? Yeah, I guess so. Just not my personality. But I do appreciate a good sense of humor. So I like to surround my pe- myself with those types of people. That's fair enough. What gives you the greatest satisfaction? Um of knowing that I have done my best and I have a conscience void of disappointment, knowing that I could have done more. Oh, that's awesome. Who is, who has the, has given you an example either to emulate or to stay away from someone that either you're like oh I want to emulate that behavior of theirs or ugh, I yeah I will not be like that Uh, for me it'd probably be my father um, just observing him throughout my life and hearing his counsel given to me I think he contains a lot of Christ-like attributes that I see the gospel work in a person's life and that helps me to relate to the gospel, see it tangibly, and then want that in my own life. Nice. And I'll bet that he also gave you a, a good example of how to handle work and church and family and, and all of that in a a good example that's I'll bet he'd be happy and pleased to hear that yes what would you like your legacy to be um I would like my legacy to be a simple and uh, a pleasant man who was able to follow his savior think if someone can look at my life and see change and progress and that motivate them to utilize the gospel in their own then I would 
see myself as successful. That's very good. What would you like to, what advice would you give your, your posterity in a hundred years? What advice would you like to leave them with? I would advise them to be humble and I think humility is a virtue that enables progress and change and if you're humble then you are receptive to anything that God wants you to learn in your life and he'll be able to use you. I absolutely agree with you. Thank you very much. Is there anything else you'd like recorded or you'd like to tell us? That is all. <laughs> all right, let's do a random question. Okay. This is one that neither you nor me have seen prior to this. So give me a number between, choose a number between 1,000 and 1,001. Let's do... 1001. 1001? Yep. Okay. What's the last game you won? The last game I won. Probably a basketball game at my last P day. <laughs> nice. And it I probably think. felt pretty good. I think so. <laughs> All right. Awesome. What an incredible life you have led so far. And we look forward to more of your incredible life as the years go by and as your, your mission goes by as well. Thank you for sharing it with us today. Join us next time on TLC, T Tutors Living Chronicles, for another exciting episode of a Tudor Ward member's living history.